Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Journeys with Jen. I'm Jennifer Griego. Go ahead and introduce today's Mother's Day yes. special. This is a, a a rare late night event. Jennifer has mm-hmm. probably final exams tomorrow, and yeah. Timmy does too. And David, who just got back here from Creighton after finishing his first year. We're all sitting here with, with their lovely mother, Carol. And um, we are going to have a celebration of Jennifer's mom in the outdoors. Yeah, so today is Mother's Day. I will be releasing this obviously not today um but i just wanted to do um talk about my mom my amazing mom and mother's day in general so shout out to all the moms out there thank you all for everything you guys do and shout out to mom thank you for everything you do also today is special because my other brother is on this podcast for the first time hello guys my name is timmy finally made on the podcast made the cut he's Finally, fifteen-year-old Timmy. I mean, we had tryouts for this podcast. And yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's on the waiting list. He finally. I may or may not be completely edited out of this entire thing, but um, if I don't, well, thank you for having me on the show. But uh, just so you know, well, yeah. The reason why Timmy thinks he's you know important is because chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual. Tim likes wearing thongs is what he's trying to say. <laughs> That's just so then, weird. Uh, at least I don't wear them backwards like my brother. Okay, people, stop, oh, stop, yeah. stop. This is supposed to be a Mother's Day. It's a PG day. show. It yeah, doesn't matter podcast. if you can turn your thong around and it covers everything. Dad. Still, still That's TMI. Saying, uh, TMI. What does that spell? Anyway. Tomato? Oh, my gosh. Let's get okay. down to it. This Timmy's, family is By the way, this is a Grego family. This it. is a Mother's Day special. This is off the hook. It's out of control. And this is our life. So, also, by the way, I will say off the top, Carol... Breast and hand, Griego, love my life, mother of my kids. There are three of them. Two great ones, one other one. They are the best. The Thanks one. to her. Cheers to your mom. Thank Cheers, you. Mom. Thank you. Woo. It's Cheers. an after hours show. Thank you. The yeah. greatest role of my life. And has Timmy, been why isn't your homework mother. done? Why are you still studying? And uh, anyway, Thank you. just teasing you guys. Grind doesn't stop. Back to I'm, Jennifer I'm very with her to be podcast. To allegedly. This day. Yes. Mother's Day has been a day that I've been waiting for my whole life. And I'm really grateful to celebrate Mother's Day. And celebrate being a mom. Well, and a real quick disclaimer. Our family is insane, and we roast each other, and there is no mercy. So, because I don't want to edit the crap out of this and still keep it like, <laughs> like the Griego family is, just so we can keep it very authentic, and as much of the Griego family as we can keep it. Um, just warning, it might get a little rough sometimes. <laughs> it will. Um, um, you remember early on, your mom kind of walked into one of the podcasts on the sideline, and we had to hit her with the... Uh, hey, mom! <laughs> the meatloaf <laughs> we want it now the meatloaf oh, what's she doing I do I make meatloaf I never know what she's doing back there it's so funny because <laughs> we never know what she's doing except for taking care of you punk ass kids true thank you dad and again I'd like to say it's nice to have Timmy on the podcast because most of the time we're having a podcast we're like hey where's Tim and we're like hey He's in his room. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, just throwing it in there right there. Okay, so Timmy. Timmy, I'll just say this about you. He read it wrong, guys. Boy, blue. <laughs> nice, yeah, that's hilarious. Timmy's boy, never blue. been the best at English and grammar. Exactly. <laughs> um, in like sixth grade, we'll start when you were old enough to have known. In sixth grade, he came back from an English, uh, one of his English tests, and he goes, I almost got 100. And we're like, oh, what'd you do wrong? He goes, I read a question wrongly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so obviously that's why he didn't get 100 on that test. Hmm. But um, he also almost got a pick six one time. Mm-hmm. Yep, never heard the end of the story. Uh, Tim, isn't it if you almost get a pick six, you just get the interception? Okay, I didn't. I, I get it. I didn't get into the end zone. Hey, talk um, talk about the very beginning. Uh-huh. 
of how <laughs> like I was it's a Mother's Day special. I know, yeah. it's a Rip Roast Timmy special. Yeah, hey, hey, Rip Timmy. Yeah, you have to take it's, advantage it's of it. It's a bitch being the youngest. Well, okay. I, well, what Dave was saying was Timmy used to say when someone would ask where I was, Timmy would go, "Oh, she's in she's room." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim's Her always had tr- uh, trouble with grammar, but um, yeah, or just life choices in general, you know. Oh, like being the youngest. What a bad decision for that. There, there's a grammar quote in there. That you uh, I, whatever. The show moves fast, my friend. <sighs> no respect. We're taking David like ten minutes to find it anyway. By the way, I have this little quote about Brophy. Oh, those guys are fast. <laughs> 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 and that's and obviously that's, that's politically incorrect, but that's how I roll. But we are very happy <laughs> oh that our kids, our boys, have gone to Brophy or are going to Brophy. It's been a great experience for them. And Jennifer goes to Notre Dame, and we are very proud of her for what she's done at Notre Dame as well. So great private school. We're happy to pay the tuition for it because what I've learned at school is both their faith and education, which is very clearly important in life. Well, since this is a Mother's Day Can we keep it Mother's Is this going to be Mother's Day theme? Yeah, we're going to keep it in Mother's Day theme. We're sitting in dinner and Dad goes, I have a great idea for a podcast. We're going to do a Mother's Day theme. We walk in here, put the headsets on. It's a Timmy Rose. Exactly. Well, I do want to say that the premise of this impromptu podcast before is that, finals uh, yeah exactly the night before finals is um your mom's awesome and we want to have some stories from each of you about your experience in the outdoor with your mother and um how she inspired you or how entertaining that was so yes Jennifer, I've, it's your podcast just go what the you. heck man well, why, why am i in charge of oh god yes. anyway. those? and by the way your mom said this to you as far as your allowance Oh That's as good as money, sir. Those are IOUs. <laughs> that is so true. Ahead, that is true. Every cent's accounted for. Look. <laughs> that is true. See I'll this? get that to you next week. That's a car. Two hundred seventy-five thousand. Might want to hang on to that one. Dude, that is so, so true. true. Mom never pays this allowance on time. She's like, hey, go ahead and water all the plants, do the dishes. Ten bucks next week. Four weeks later, here's that ten bucks. That's do you doing remember? Four weeks of chores. Dude, do you remember when dad taught us what interest was? And then you like you threw your ice cream out of the car and yeah, mom goes, uh, yes. I'll give you a hundred bucks if you can make this ice cream into the garbage can. And it was a garbage it. can with a lid on it. That's and you true. made it. But the napkin fell off of it. And mom goes, oh, the napkin fell well, off. You get 50 count. bucks. But then she never paid you. And you're like, ha ha, no, no, there's interest. So, and so three she ended up paying you like a hundred dollars. Yep. Well, yeah, so there's I, no interest. No, there was no, interest, no, dude. It was $50 plus interest. I gave you all that pay. I paid you all in full plus interest, dude. I remember we were going, I to, you. We were going to Hawaii, and uh, David needed to buy an iPad. Oh, Lord. And uh, for some reason, 10-year-old me yep. had more money than my brother. Hey, I was um, spending on hookers and blow. I mean, I was 13 <laughs> years old, man. I don't know. I was 13. Uh, Dave, So you ended gosh. up taking a loan from me, and I, because I, I'm known as the bank account. The banker. Oh, uh, and the family, but um, and, uh, the bank accounter. Holy crap! <laughs> He's the bank of that English class. <laughs> I'm known as the bank accounter. <laughs> she's in. She's Yikes. room. I also called. <laughs> She's just, in, she's rude. I just need a dedicated podcast to the story of Timmy Gray. Uh, dude, that's never going to uh, happen. I think it's over. No, let, him finish, <laughs> let him finish the story. Uh, what I'm, story? I'm, the, the, the story was never going to happen. Well, wait, wait, wait. Timmy, I, wait, hold Timmy on. lent the wait, money to on. David plus interest. Yeah, and Timmy may be right. I mean, I appreciate he what he right. has to say. And I think what he said was, <laughs> David came to him and said, Because I want to make bank, bro. 
stacking Benji's. And I think I suggested. Or drive a Range Rover. I suggested, hey Dave, if you want any money, you might as well lend it or borrow it from Timmy. And Tim, you need to charge interest. Okay. So Timmy lent David the money, plus interest, and it all worked out. Right, well, Tim? what I recall Timmy was saying, well, it wasn't to David. It was to the girl that was with David. He said, Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, this is supposed to be about our family. He's just trying to use all of, his, all of his movie lines. Hey, you're giving me crap for doing that for the last podcast. Anyway, here's this, this is an appropriate Tim, thing. Tim, finish your story. Pretty much every time I make money in bulk, Something happens like right after that where the exact amount of what I earn has to be taken from me. Car crash. Car crash. Oh, you haven't worn your retainer? Exactly $250 for getting a 3.9 GPA. Oh, what else? Blah, blah, blah. No, break that down. This is really funny. Oh this is gosh. a great parenting moment. So David, after I tell him almost weekly, daily, Dave, did you put your retainer in? Yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah mom. When's the last time you wore your retainer? Daily, daily, yes, daily. Enough. Okay. So then it comes time for he go to the orthodontist to get just a double, maybe check, maybe six months after his braces are taken off, after $3,000 of the braces. He goes and puts his retainer, brings his retainer to the orthodontist for a checkup. And then the orthodontist says, excuse me, Mrs. Grego, I think we'll have to um, talk about the retainer. It doesn't quite fit. I'm like, oh, well, I'm sure it's just a little tight. No, we're going to have to replace it. And I go, all right, replace the retainer. Okay, that's fine. How much, how much will that be? Well, that'd be $250. I'm like, what? $250 for the retainer that I've asked my son to wear every day? And maybe every other Show day? Me the money. And what? Maybe, and maybe every week? That's what he said to her. He said, Show me the money. You gotta slow that down. He said, Show me the yeah, money. Yeah, show me the money. That, me. that is from um, anyway, Tom so I Cruise continue. and uh, no, continue. So I anyway Sorry. said to the orthodontist, I said, Well, risky business. I'm sure if it was your child, you'd probably tell your child that that $250 is coming out of your bank and not mine because I told you to wear the retainer and you chose not to wear the retainer. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we drove home that night or that day and Dave's like, Mom, you're not seriously going to make me pay $250 for the retainer. Yeah, I go, yeah, mm -hmm. I am, bud. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe. I'm sure all my friends' moms would never let their kid pay for their own retainer. I go, Dave, you're not everyone else's any other kid's mom or kid, mm -hmm. I am your mom, and you are going to pay the $250 for the retainer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, David was about to well, There was a lot of drama with that, begging him and telling him he has to do that for a long time. So, so he paid. By the way, here it is again from Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. David did pay $250 oh for the new retainer. David was going to use that $250 to fly to Miami and have some parties. That was a Crystal Lee reference. Okay. And then the next mother parenting, mother father deal was when David almost, well, it did make the one year anniversary of having no accidents after his first year of driving, which was awesome. Two weeks later. We were so later. proud. After <laughs> Dad and I had spent maybe $1,500 on a driving course, which was awesome, taught him all about how to drive, defensive driving and all that. So, you know, educate him well and got a lot of driving practice. And we were really proud of Dave. So it's like we were, Dad decided that we were going to reward him for having no accidents in the first year of driving. So Dad was really proud. Wrote a letter up and said. By the way, yeah, I created a whole document yeah, for really the nice. the subsequent progeny kids that learned to drive with no really accidents nice. for a year, and then like, 
I think in the middle of reading that document, David decided to crash the car into the house. I'm not sure exactly what that was. <laughs> no, not but. in the house. No. Anyway, so we, you know, so Bob, our dad, gave the letter to David, and he was like almost tearful, thinking, "Oh my God, this is so awesome!" Five hundred dollars. No, I was like righteous bucks. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars for doing nothing I'll say more it again. than driving. Righteous bucks. So Spicoli. Dave was so proud. And we were proud. It was a proud moment for parents, too. It's like, Dad and I were like, this is awesome. You know, you made so one like, year. Awesome. I can but the sad thing was money. that David initially thought that. And so then I got a call from him saying, we don't have to worry about money no more. And I said, that's good. One less thing. Until you decided to drive through a red light. It wasn't a red light, actually. Yeah, it, it was. was. Yeah, oh, it was. was a red light. You're right. You're right. Excuse me. We're going to argue about Thank colors. God. Thank God <laughs> that David and his passenger and the person he hit was okay, but David advanced through the red light. You know, maybe it, it'd be best if I explained it. Oh, go ahead. I was with my buddy, Jared Davis, who's in the passenger seat. What a dude. I was sitting at the light. I was really tired after feeding the homeless for seven hours. Cause I'm they a very, eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, they were starving. I'm a very philanthropic person, people. People should know that. I'm a big, big word for you. Oh, I my know. gosh. Sitting at the light. I'm, like, really tired. Look up, green arrow. I'm like, awesome. I go straight. <laughs> Shabam, collapse. Oh, no. If I was going a little bit faster, Jared would have been crushed. Poor Jared. Anyway, I pull over to the side. Adrenaline's pumping. And I get out completely calm. I'm like, what the heck? Ten minutes later, I'm like, holy crap. I just got an accident. Oh, my gosh. And then I just started having a panic attack. Called dad. I'm like, dad, just got an accident. Pick me up. Pick me up. And guess where that money went? No, this is how it happened. So we were so grateful that everybody in the accident was safe. You don't have to reiterate the story. Like okay, so we get home. Everybody's safe. Everyone's home. And so I said, okay, well, Dave, we just got to figure out, you know, submit, you know, the insurance claim about the car accident. And I said, bonuses, our deductible is 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is pay the deductible. The car is going to cost about two grand to fix. So all you have to do is pay for the deductible. Perfect. Do you get 500 bucks? He goes, yeah, the $500 that I just got from dad last week about getting in no accidents after you yeah, were driving. A week later. I'm like, like great, Dave. It's actually a wash. Bucks. You didn't lose any money. It's just a wash now. And I was happy as a mom thinking, it's a wash, dude. And David was devastated. Like, I had 500 bucks for about a week, and it was gone. Okay, but I have to say this. Oh, wait. Okay, oh, my gosh. Because okay. the issue here is. Oh, wait. This is a Mother's Day podcast about yeah. life in the outdoors with the Grego families. It should be. So, Jennifer, so I'm trying to make it. You people keep telling me random us. stories. So we will go on forever about stories, and you guys are great. But what we want to do today is... I want, I want to tell stories about our mom, the boys, and I. And just like stories in the outdoors, obviously, since we are a very big hunting family, and... We our lives are oriented around hunting, and that's how we spend a lot of our family time together. So I wanted to each of us to tell kind of a hunting a hunting experience with you, mom, or a fishing any outdoor experience really, um, just to kind of like show how our family is and show how we spend time with you, and then how much we love you and how much you mean to us. So, David, do you want to go first, being the eldest? Yeah, so we'll go first. So, um, first things first, I want to um, kind of give some background. I think and I you might want to say Happy Mother's Day since this is Mother's Day, so start with that. We have talked about that, but Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you. I gave you a card that said I'm, um, I'm the number one son. <laughs> 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 All right. 
Go ahead. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks, Dave. Um, anyway, I'd like to give some background over our hunting experience and how the hierarchy kind of went, considering I'm at the top. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was the okay. first person in the family to start hunting, <laughs> besides Dad. At four years old, I was uh, skinning grizzly bears and running in the mountains. Frolicking. Holy smokes. Frolicking. Okay. Frolicking. Some serious drugs at Creighton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway, mom was the last person of our family to start That's having. true, actually. And I think it started from a peer pressure. Yes, it was. Standpoint. So, anyway, for those of you who don't know, my mom was a collegiate collegiate gymnast at ASU. Really competitive. Fancy word there, buddy. Elite. Elite of the elite. Outstanding senior. And uh, it's just in her blood for, to uh, be competing and... Uh, Giving into peer pressure is what I'm saying. <laughs> she you know, she was, nods. It was kind of <laughs> well, that's true, Dave. Thank you for saying that. I was so, she. <laughs> Way to cut her off, bro. <laughs> Look who's talking. I Jen. know. I'm saying you guys yell at me, and you just cut her off. Jen, that's Jennifer's signature of cutting people that off. Is. I'm really bad so, at it. Um. Yeah. Anyway, mom was the last person on this whole uh, train to go hunting and stuff, and and uh, hey, she's. Whacked a lot of stuff. <laughs> and tell a story. So um, the first story I could think of was when I was on the Hinkson Ranch back when I was like eight or nine or something. And uh, we were coyote hunting. And uh, my dad and I were in New Mexico coyote hunting, and there were coyotes everywhere. And uh, they're a big problem in New Mexico especially because they they deplete the, the elk and deer population quite a bit just because they're – taking out calves and all this stuff. And, and in fact, we actually lost one of our dogs to a coyote attack right out here in our, our driveway. And that's a whole different story that I'll yeah. talk about later. But um, hopefully not. Yeah. Kidding. Okay. Keep anyway, it fun and light. Anyway, um, so at that, that early in our lives, when, I was, when we were each eight years old and younger, um, we had two priorities, school Hunting, piano, <laughs> right? That's kind of a weird little Not in that order. Well, no, I mean, in the no, story. No, you're right. It was hunting right. school piano. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Anyway. So that was right. Jennifer's acknowledgement I'm, is correct. No, it was, it was Piano's school piano hunting. Go ahead. Have no. you seen our attendance record? It was hunting yeah. school piano. Oh, maybe too. Maybe that true. is why the piano teacher stormed out in disgust after my lack of respect. But go ahead. All right, go ahead. No respect. Anyway, we were in New Mexico, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss this piano, re- piano recital. I don't have to go, all this stuff. <laughs> and then mom's like, you're going. I'm like, what? It's it's literally the next day, or it's the day of my last hunt. And so, Dave, what you said was exactly right. We were in New Mexico with limited cell service, and uh, I called your mom, and she said, how's Dave doing, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's making and, the uh, piano recital, right? Yeah, good. He'll be there for the piano recital in Scottsdale. I'm like, no, I don't think so. We're hunting elk. It's not going to happen. But then again, things kind of changed. So how did it turn out? So anyway, we were we were hunting. And uh, I'm like, oh, crap. I have to go to this piano recital now. I'm like, what the heck? Um, I don't think you said that. Basically, we were done hunting and you were like a kid. But we drove there and then what happened? 
It's like you're looking at your watch going, I'm nine. It's time to go. <laughs> it's going to be an eight-hour drive, Dad. We should step on it. No. <laughs> no. Like everything else, I was in charge. I'm like, we should go. But I didn't you want to go. And no, Dad go. was like, your mom said the piano recital is at nine, 1, 1 p.m. Well, well, actually, and by the way, is. I want to make sure this is clear because a lot of people on podcasts and on the media act like their wives dictate their lives. I do not have that in our family. Carol is awesome. She's a great mother. She's a partner in this deal. And she fully embraces our experiences with our kids. So it was David's elk hunt. But the problem was the elk hunting was not good. There were not many elk, hunt, there were not many elk on the ranch. We were hunting for cow elk. So uh, there were no, no opportunities within two days. And then we were hunting coyotes. And after the first morning, or after the last morning after we didn't get a chance on elk, we decided... Yeah, let's go ahead and try to make the recital. So it wasn't like we were going to cut the hunt short for that. It was a matter of, well, this isn't going to happen. So we've had a great experience. You got a nice badger, right? You shot a big badger on that hunt. Awesome. Just talk about that. And we had a great experience with that deal. And you shot two, three coyotes, I think. Two. But anyway, so we were done with the elk hunting. So I was like, well, let's go ahead and try to make this. It wasn't like your mom said, you have to be back here. That's not how we roll as a family, right? Carol? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're fully supportive of our, our, our outdoor experiences with the kids. And um, for David, that was a big deal. He was 10 years old and wasn't happening. So, <laughs> he has some great, he has some great uh, coyote shots and a great picture. He looked like, um, he looked like Hemingway with those pictures of the coyotes. Phenomenal. It was a little 10-year-old kid. And the coyotes were huge. A big problem on that ranch. Especially compared to me. Yeah. Well, at that point, it was before he became a big guy. But, yeah, they were, like, wiping out all sorts of deer and elk and stuff like that. But, anyway, so, interrupted you, but go ahead. Anyway, so, yeah, it was an awesome hunt. We got to whack a couple coyotes. And uh, we started driving back. And I was legit covered. My boots were covered with blood. I'm all messy and dirty. Haven't showered in a couple in a couple of days. All dressed in camo. We're up to the Scottsdale piano recital venue, smelling like ass. And uh, you roll up, and uh, mom's like, "Oh, thank God you're here. It's just starting." And she has, she has my whole outfit line lined up. Thank God she came prepared. <laughs> so I got all dressed up. However, the shoes were like four four sizes too small. So I had to play on the pedals with everything with my toes scrunched up. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. I had no idea. From one year to the next, the shoes were that small. Well, like, I guarantee <gasps> you he's the first kid to play a Scottsdale piano with badger yep. and coyote blood. In his fingernails. Underneath his fingernails. That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> but Miss Irina was so proud, and I was so proud that David literally, dad got him in the in the piano recital at the right time. It was perfect, and I was grateful for your dad to get you there. You walked off the field. Yeah, within minutes. Shooting it was kind of ironic Coyotes timing. and badgers coming in, playing the piano recital perfectly. It was awesome. That's a that's proud a moment. And, David, you made dad. some great shots on the coyotes, by the way. Running at 300 yards was impressive. Dang, look at you go. David the Deadeye. No, David's nickname was David the Deadeye. Yeah, yeah, it was. David the Deadeye. And those mm-hmm. coyotes were a big problem on the ranch as far as cattle and deer and elk and stuff like that. Was so that what you chose? Good work. No, no, that's silly teacher. That's a crow story to come in the future. Oh yes. So Timmy, hey. welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. 
Um, so, go glad ahead. to have you, Tim. Wait, but he's youngest. Shouldn't he go last? No. No, we're ready. going around the table, yo. Okay, so I guess I'm going to share my story with uh, my Mother's Day story. Uh, first of all, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thanks, Love Tim. you so much. Love, but, um, love you, Ben. As my family members and friends know, uh, I'm, I'm big into fishing. Uh, that's kind of why I was on probation for two months. <laughs> probation? Classic. <laughs> I would say you were grounded and now you're okay, on probation. Okay, sure, grounded. <laughs> that's true, Jen. Thank you, you for the clarification because that's exactly course. right. You are off grounding, but you are on probation. Anyway, so um, after me being grounded for two months, uh, thank you, Cardi. Um, but, um, <laughs> Love you, Cardi. Uh, uh, don't blame it on your buddy. Your buddy blame it bud. on your mother. Uh, nobody <laughs> told you to lie except for yourself there, bud. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, but Jeez, I, don't blame your buds. Um, like my dad, I'm a big fisherman, and we took a family trip all the way up to Alaska. And it was so, such a fun trip. I was eight, seven years old at the time. And um, my mom at the time wasn't really getting, she wasn't that much into the outdoors. She was just tagging along with the family, just having a great time. Taking she, care of everybody. And um, yeah. giving she everybody was just dram- beginning her whole outdoor adventures. Yeah. Yeah. All my role was to make sure that you guys weren't getting motion sickness, so I got dram- I mean for we everybody. We were dead asleep on the boat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, so Go she ahead. was our tag-along pediatrician. Um, but so throughout the day, it was just raining, and we were just going fishing, just all deep-sea stuff. Freezing. And uh, everyone was inside, and I was outside in the deck um, talking to the first mate. And I was, like I said, seven years old at the time. Killing but um, I was just enjoying the time, just could not wait to get that rod back in the water and, and just fish. And um, after a little while, <laughs> I, I, I was seven, like I said, and I, I didn't really know how to operate everything to like my dad does. So I was always constantly asking my dad for help. And um, we were going for a halibut at the time, and so... Um, I was asking my dad to help with getting the the reel set up, and um, I was like, "Dad, Dad, come here, come on, come and help." And my, my mom walks over. She's like, "Here, I can help out." I was like, "Yeah, no thanks." Um, <laughs> well, there was like all all five of us were fishing, but my dad, like um, us three kids, we wanted my dad's help because like we're like, "Dad, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Like, help us out." So there's all three of us having my dad. All, th- all of us are calling him, like, Dad, come help us, come help us. And my mom's just standing there. What? She's like, just standing there. No, 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 but you were like, hey, guys, I can help you too, you know? And we're like, it's okay, we'll wait for Dad. Well, because she'd reel the fish in for herself, right? Well, she, hopefully that's that yeah, Not yet, not yet. Let's she just hadn't done that yet. That was where Timmy was going. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, no, thanks. You can you just go get Dad. Um, and then she's like, well, what are you talking about? So she takes the rod from me. <laughs> my dad's like, yeah, yeah, Carol, show him how it's done. So, like, I just kind of storm off to the corner of the boat and just, like, sit there in the little corner and watch my mom catch fish. And, uh, but she tore it up. She caught halibut and everything. It was just, it was so fun seeing how, like, some, <laughs> like, it's like, you don't, don't expect your mom just to do that. But, I mean, it was so cool just to enjoy that moment with you and the whole family. Well, thanks, yeah. Sam, because I remember that moment like it was yesterday because I thought, Dad, I was so proud of your dad just setting the line, throw, throwing the line and reeling in, setting it over the amp and just handing the rod to the, each kid. And well, I was just once having, I hooked a fish, I would not hand the rod until I had a yeah, fish hooked right. and reel it up to the top. Right. So that was the thing that, by the way, you know, props to Timmy. Timmy is a badass fisherman. That is true. The best in the family. Seriously. That is true. You guys, I love, all, I love the whole family. We do, uh, we have a tremendous experience in the outdoor and the outdoors but timmy is a hardcore fisherman he'll fish from from sundown daylight to till yeah. till dusk and uh in alaska when he was six years old i think on that trip in alaska he was outside it was so it's raining and snowing and sleeting 
cold as crap. And the problem was the the tide was wrong, so we didn't catch anything for the first five hours. Oh, so longer Timmy than that, honey. Sitting outside like on the six, bench hours. with the first mate, and the captain is inside in the heated cabin with us. Everybody else is asleep nice except for me. Yep. And um, Timmy is sitting out there talking to the guy about catching fish, and and you were six years old. No, maybe seven. You're seven. Seven, yeah. So, and so Timmy, and and by the way, for people that don't fish, we're fishing with a three pound lead weight at 300 feet deep bouncing on the bottom for halibut so i'm doing this stuff for timmy and i hooked a fish i reel it up to it was like where he <laughs> could reel it in because it takes a lot to reel something in from the bottom so it's, it's a lot of stress to get up to the top and then ham the rod and he reel it in and he was like the badass he's catching all these fish and uh, we finally when the when the tide changed we were all catching fish and uh <laughs> what's so funny is at the end of the day there were like, I don't know how many halibut caught, how many rockfish, oh, and how many yellow eye. Yellow eye, by the way, is the best. Those were so good. Lincod. But the kids and lincod. Were, and lincod. That, that was David's big goal yeah, to catch a big lincod. Huge fish. That was so awesome. Those are They caught like a 50-inch lincod. And uh, at the end of the day, we're all sitting around, and the kids are counting up how many fish they caught. It's like, I got five. I got six. I got seven. Dad didn't catch any. I'm like, <laughs> why are my arms burning? So I reeled those fish up from like 300 feet deep to hand them to you the rod. But it was No, awesome. the beauty of it was it was it all was secret. Awesome. The kids had no idea. They just, dad just relinquished all that that achievement to the kids. It was awesome. Yeah, for the people that know me, that was a pre-Timmy Thick. Uh, just, just throwing Oh, honey, he was there. a toddler Timmy. It was toddler Timmy. Oh, my God. It was adorable. Well, Timmy, but, toddler Timmy, Timmy thick. Timmy now is a badass. So, <laughs> but, but I'm just happy that I was able to show the kids that actually I'm worth more than being just a mom because they totally discounted the fact that maybe I could fish. And I was tired of them saying, no, I'm going to wait for dad. I'm like, okay, dad's actually, you know, tying the line, getting everything ready, throwing the line out, doing everything. I'm like, hey, wait a second. I can help out here. But the kids had no confidence in me. I was like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to show my kids that actually I can throw the line out and I could do my best. Well, that's that's great. That's a nice segue because we're 33 minutes into this podcast and uh, that you're kind of introducing yourself as an outdoors person. But I want to say, so I'm going to go next. Your mom's first hunt with a gun was a turkey hunt on the White <laughs> Mountain Apache Reservation for turkeys. Was it not antelope? No, the first one. No, I think the first one was first first one was a turkey. Yeah, and uh, I was I was a wreck. I was absolutely. It was amazing that place, and and Jennifer, you're gonna do a podcast with one of our friends from up there, Boyd Tate, and uh, there are so many turkeys. So we got set up. We leave at like three o'clock in the morning from the cabin. Get set up, and these turkeys fly from the trees to the open field. And it's like a Star Wars yeah, episode. Yeah, she was obsessed with that. It's unbelievable. It was awesome. Dude, it, it was freaky. Awesome. Like, we must have had 100 turkeys fly over our heads awesome. at like 5 to 10 yards above our heads and land in the field. And it sounded like it's missiles awesome. were coming in. It was it is, spectacular. It is. It is. No it's other experience can exactly relate nothing to that. like it. No better than any kind of fireworks. I mean, people listen to this and know turkeys. To it's have unreal. that many birds fly over you it must have taken 10 minutes for all the birds to fly out of the roost mm-hmm. and land in the field. We didn't get a single bird out of that roost. We did not get a chance to shoot any of them with a shotgun. And so we had, like, I think two days, you and I together. And then I decided, okay, well, you know the setup. I'm going to go home with my bow and arrow somewhere else, and the guy will take you to sit someplace for a turkey. And the first thing that happened was, first day by yourself, 
Um, we had some turkeys. You had some turkeys come in. I wasn't there. You can clarify this if I'm wrong. But um, apparently there were turkeys in the field, and they were going the wrong direction. And a coyote kind of scared them towards you guys. And you, sh- and you, they got close enough, and you shot your first turkey ever. First animal oh you ever gosh. shot. I couldn't handle the gun. I couldn't carry the gun. I was too afraid. And I showed you and the guide how to deal with this semi-automatic Beretta 9mm. I'm sorry, 20-gauge. Uh, your pistol is 9mm, but 20-gauge shotgun. And how to push the button, how to have it feed the next round. And um, what happened when the turkey came in? Well, we had sat at a log, you know, we're probably there at 5 a.m., sitting there standing still. Across the field was a coyote, and the guy was just like, oh, it's okay. But a long way away, right? Like several hundred yards away. In between us and the coyote were a bunch of turkey. So we were kind of waiting. We just said, okay, we're just going to hope that this turkey were going to come our way, but going to keep an eye on that coyote to make sure nothing happens. So I'm brand new to this. I couldn't even hold my gun, couldn't even walk my gun to our position because I was too afraid. So I said, guy was going to hold the gun, and I just hand it to me when we're ready and set up. So we waited without moving, waited, I don't know if it seemed to be probably two hours, waited for the turkey to slowly come around, maybe an hour, actually, probably an hour, came around, and the turkey started coming into our position, and I kind of had forgotten about the coyote, never really worried about it. Why would you care? Yeah, exactly. I was figuring my focus was the coyote. So, I mean, sorry, was the was the turkey. So the turkey came into line. She just let me know when it's about 30 yards away because that's about the distance that I can shoot. And so the turkey all, you know, puffed up and ready to go was, you know, 50, 60 yards away and then came in closer, came in closer. And I just said, tell me when, tell me when. And when he was about 30 yards, he said, okay, you're ready, you're ready, you're ready. So I shot when the turkey was puffed up. Down it went. I was ecstatic. I shot. Threw the gun down and just like glorious surprise. I'm like, woo, awesome, awesome. The next thing I look at, turkey was down. The coyote is standing over the turkey and I'm freaking out going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We cannot have that coyote take that, my first down turkey. So I throw, I look at the gun and I was like, well, get the gun, get the gun, honestly, get the gun. it wasn't fair to the turkey because the coyote grabs the turkey. The turkey's going, ow, you shot me, you a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> that was from awesome powers. anyway i had in my crosshairs what seemed to be it's like my turkey that's it's down a and a coyote <laughs> <Thanks to him. laughs> fake news it's a shotgun I <laughs> sorry continue the Mom. coyote that's standing over my first down animal of any kind there it was i'm like i scream i'm like ah you have to get that you have to get that and the so Indian you guy shoot the turkey, and the coyote grabs the turkey. Yes. He's going to run off with it. This is like I not, grab- that, not that long after our dog was killed by a coyote. And for the record, we had a coyote in the backyard today. We did? Yes. Big coyote. Huge. By the, by the jacuzzi. With our little dog that, well, not as big as our other previous dog, same breed. But like a 60-pound dog, that coyote is looking for something to eat. We do not like coyotes. They're our enemy they eat our pets. They are not hunted enough. So send me a postcard, letter, telegraph. <laughs> but anyway, arrogant. so we hunt Did coyotes. Did you say telegraph? That's an old person joke. But uh, yes. Did you just call yourself old? Anyway, to make a long story telegraph. short. Long story short, the Indian guide grabbed my gun. And Native American. Yeah. Come 
Yeah, get, grab, get grab the gun and and aimed it at the coyote, but the coyote <laughs> ran off. Not, and he so, didn't know how to work it either. So the coyote well, no, it, he didn't even try. The coyote ran off. So thank God. But I could have made like a legend out of myself if I knew and was comfortable enough with a gun that I actually could have taken another shot because it was close enough to where a shotgun could have killed that coyote. But it was my first ever gunshot wound to any animal at all, and I was just kill. grateful. Kill, exactly, that I was able to get that turkey. But you were thinking the whole time, holy crap, you shot a big turkey and the coyote's going to steal it. Oh, I was no, so devastated. You. Exactly. And you're I'm like, like there's oh, the no gun's way, empty. exactly, there's no way that this coyote's going to actually take my dog and now take my first down animal ever. So I was quite motivated, but anyway. It's that dang food pyramid thing. Anyway, so that it's was a fun, real. fun story to, yeah. to uh, actually, in this family, you got to kind of like earn your keep, so... Actually, having to you know show my kids that actually I can fish and show my kids that I actually can shoot an animal, you got to earn your keep around here. So. Yeah, hey, it's totally it's proved your point, and uh, kind of reminds me back back when uh, she's killed an alligator before <laughs> she shot an alligator out of a boat. But uh, I wish we had the the audio. Oh, dude, you brought it up, so let's talk about that for a second. That so was that scary. Was an anniversary. What was that? Our twenty third anniversary or something mm. like that. Yeah, that's that's how redneck our anniversaries are at the Gregor. Our household. anniversary. Yeah, we all love each other. We all love each other. I'm right make here. you a pair of boots in the purse out of an alligator. Hey, you shoot yourself. I married my cousin because I go to University of Alabama and play football. So <laughs> nice. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We need nice. to talk about our stories from mom. Well, it's so funny with that, Davey. Bring it up. That's my next story about your mom. So, the shooting alligator when it's swimming is a very small target. Timmy is a badass shot. He was eight, eight years eight. old. Timmy shot an alligator oh. swimming at 40 yards. And the whole story about... Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's 70, but I think he lied about a lot of things. He also thinks the turkey was 80 yards. Yeah, okay. exactly. Roast of Timmy Griego. Hey, by the way, I'm going to digress for a second. For all the parents, if there are any out there listening to this, that want to have their kids learn how to shoot, get a tripod. Get something that holds a rifle or the pellet gun or BB gun steady. That's what I did for the kids. Have them practice. What I did for the kids was gun I got what was called a gun cloth, now called a triclops. Tri-clops. Put on the tripod setting and have the gun set up on that thing. And they got a chance to shoot at whatever distance and they shot at little balloons. When I took Timmy hunting for alligators when he was eight years old, he was seeing this little tiny, like, Two inch diameter balloon, five times out of six or seven from 40 yards mm-hmm. with a pellet gun, mm-hmm. smoking it. And what I did was set the gun up, set a timer on the phone, and spin the, the gun the opposite direction, have them get a chance to get on the target and shoot and put them under pressure. You'd also and, have each of us there and like putting pressure on each other. Yeah, the whole family, they're picking on yeah. each other. <clears throat> and they're like, why is this so unfair? Why is it so much pressure? And my answer was, well, you'll be under a lot of pressure when you have a chance to shoot something. So that's what makes you better when you're under pressure. And Timmy, when we went to Florida, he put two bullets in the same hole at 25 yards. Then the alligator gave, gave him a chance at 45 yards or something like that swimming. Mm-hmm. And Timmy shot that alligator and just immediately killed him. And um, he, he became Gator. That's his nickname. Oh, yeah. That's his nickname. But as you can tell, uh, as you probably can't tell, my mom just walked away. Uh, this is kind of like every single game night and movie that we like to watch. Mommy wasn't there. Meanders off. Um, but to go 
like even though my mom's not here, I'll just feel the the silence. Um, like um, in in my family, like so, I, my brother and my sister play tennis, and that was what the last podcast was about. And I play football, and um, my mom has helped me so much with that, and just getting me to football practice at six six o'clock in the morning, and just always being there for me, and always be willing to drop what's on her day to help drive me someplace, and and just to be there for me. It is. I know you're not here, Mom, but I just want to thank you so much for that. And um, you've maybe you've you've allowed me to accomplish so much with my life, and it's just kind of one of those things where. <laughs> Dude, I it love how you choose like this when she's gone. Are you serious? No, that's awesome. I mean, well, I'm just filling the filling the space. Oh, she's just, here. Hey, welcome back. Sorry, so I had to go to the bathroom. Your youngest just glorified you. You'll never hear it. Jennifer, oh. cut that yeah, crap you can out of the podcast. Do it on the podcast and post it. No, we we'll cut it out. Back to the story. We hear it. What'd you say, Tim? Can I hear the nice part? Yeah, it's recorded. Yeah, it's yeah. recorded. You have to go back. Actually, mom, mom, you have to download it to, to listen to the podcast. Download. Download it. My mom can't pronounce things correctly. So back to your mom with the alligator. So the, we hook an alligator, pull it up next to the boat, and it's like five feet away. First of all, five feet away. Has let me, let me this, set the uh, stage. Let me set the stage. Okay, we're in a small boat with this little. It's swamp people. It's, it's a small it is legitimately lake, okay, like and you people. have this alligator that has huge, huge jaws with humongous teeth sitting right up against and chomping at the edge of your boat. I mean, it's Pretty crazy. Wild. He was it buying is wild. the boat for sure. He was chewing on the boat. It is crazy, and it's attached to a line. It's super close to you. It's like you have this big, long shotgun aimed down towards it. It's, it's like, a rifle. It's a rifle. I mean, two forty three. This is there actually are crosshairs. Anyway, it was crazy, scary. Well, mom, she, anyway, the point of the roast was that she goes to shoot the alligator <laughs> and she's freaking out. She's like, safety on, safety off, safety on, off, off, on, on, off. And she can't figure out which, which way the safe, safety goes. And then my dad, in the video, he's holding the camera. You see him move the barrel of the gun down to the head of the alligator. She's not even on the alligator. And then you hear the guide Hoppy go... Get down, Mike! He's like 500 yards away. It's so funny. And she's just like freaking out. And she comes back from the trip like we watched the, the video. The most redneck thing ever. Oh, my God. It was the scariest, so scariest funny. thing ever. I mean, of many hunts that we've been on, I've never been close enough to an animal that actually literally could bite your leg off. Seriously, it was like a small jaws situation. That's <laughs> what it was. It's so funny. You got big jaws, though. It was I scary. Pause for a second. Okay, so my dad actually found the video on his oh, computer. Oh, this is so. awesome, Jen. So thank God we're such high-tech rednecks. So I have the video. Oh, You'll hear the audio of this. So this is our anniversary where Carol is alligator hunting in Florida. And here we go. Happy anniversary. Oh, my gosh. It's scarier. Okay. <laughs> 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 this is fun. Hoppy Kemper, man. Oh, we you're going to come right here trying to bite me, aren't you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, biting the boat. Oh, my God. Here, we get ready. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. When he comes up, right wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. Shoot right in the head, honey. Okay, wait. I got this. Is it off? Put it on safety? No, wait. What do I do? Oh, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> okay, right, we'll come over here. You got to tell me when. I will. Come over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> put it off. Put it on fire. No, just wait a second. <laughs> Oh my god. We got all the time in the world. Oh my god. Okay, 
I love oh it. He knows. Yeah. Go ahead, babe. Okay, Shoot wait. him. Just point. Put it on fire. Yeah, get right. Put okay. on fire. Wait, put it on fire. Watch out, Mike. <laughs> Aim right, right, right him. Go. All right, I gotta say this. So, Mike, Mike's oh, awesome. Man. I don't know Mike's last name off the top of my head, but Mike oh is the guy God. in uh, South of Orlando, Hoppy Comfort's place. He does all the game processing, the meat processing. Mike is 500 yards away from us at the other side of the lake. A lake, a big lake. So, like Hop five football like, fields away. Yeah, five football fields away. And Hoppy's like, get down, Mike, because this. <laughs> This chick doesn't know what the hell she's doing this gun. Go, go. No, wait, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Keep your finger away from the trigger for a second. Okay. Hey, you're, you're okay. Pull those tips back. Okay. Okay. I was sweaty and my heart was racing. Can I wait till he's out of here? we go. Jim, right in the eye. Right now. Get right pointed. Now. Hey, more. Point it go, 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 right, go, right go, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking about reliving Elizabeth, that moment. you got him! <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the scariest, scariest Oh, man, so that was awesome. Though. And I love Hoppy. He's awesome. That was a scary, scary moment. Seriously. That was, obviously, that was not. It sounded terrifying. It, it sounded, was terrifying. Like, it's, you, you want to think about how Swamp People, like, happens. That's legit. That sounded like an episode of Swamp People. I'm telling you, those jaws seemed like they were like millimeters away. It was it was crazy scary. I had this huge so rifle with me, but this these claws, I mean these little jaws, big jaws and these big teeth, it was just super scary. That was awesome. Go ahead. Okay. So obviously we go hunting as a family a lot, but we do a lot of hunts as kids with our dad. So it's usually one on one, like me and my dad, the boys and our dad, and our dad, and we're kind of all separate, or just like with our dad, we go out with our dad, and our like my mom sometimes goes with us, but even if she's with us, it's not an individual hunt with me, my, like any any of us with my mom. But my dad was hunting with Timmy in Kentucky one year for deer, uh, and so I had a hunt with Christy Titus, who I did a podcast with uh, earlier. She was one of my first ones. She is such a great like great woman in the outdoors she does so much for every for the outdoors and everything it's amazing what she does so you guys should go definitely check that podcast out if you haven't yet um but she and I have been trying to go on a hunt together for a while and we finally worked out a time which didn't work for my dad but worked for my mom so she came with us um that was an ordeal from the very beginning it ended up being um we got to the airport and well mom you can tell that part of the story because I wasn't really no I kind of Set the stage. It's like, Jen, your dad's not going to be on this, this hunt with you. I was in Kentucky with Timmy, mm-hmm. hunting with Wounded Warrior Outdoors for deer. He was hunting. I was not. And then dad's like, okay, And he was a great. stud, so. Your dad, your... Why are you hyping him up so much? Yeah, Where, where's yeah, all my... Yeah, I was, I, I, I'm even confused on this. Like, uh, you probably have too much to drink. <laughs> no, well, he's no. not really my kid. He's adopted. Go ahead. I Sorry. knew it. Mother so, so dad was like, okay, that's fine, because... Your mom can go on the hunt. Just kidding. I'm like, awesome. I'm happy to do the hunt. You know, no problem. My job is to make sure we have all the equipment, all the meds, all the stuff that we need. Perfect. Good job, no mom. What so, happened? So we had three bags. We had my bags for the how many clothes. Did, how many did you get on the Jen's plane? Jen's bags full hmm. of clothes. And then the third bag That's was her med question. bag. So all of her suitcase, her suitcase with all the medications was obviously critical. They had to go probably the first and foremost part of the uh, the trip needed to include that. So we, I jab, you know, we go to the curb and I bought to check the three bags and the guy I said, I was feeling okay. we were running late because I wasn't with you when this happened. 
Yes. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Just keep going. So we get to the curb, and I said, okay, we can actually check all three bags at the curb. He's like, well, these are three bags. It's easier for me to walk these bags into the counter. I'm like, fine. So, Jen, go ahead. Why don't you go to the gate in case it's late in, or a long line to get in the TSA pre-check. Go ahead and just start it, and I'll check our bags in. Jennifer gets ahead and gets in line for the TSA pre-check, and I go ahead and check our three bags. So the, you know, the Skycap guy comes and carries my two <coughs> bags. I carry the third bag because it's obviously I can't carry three. So... As we get to the ticket counter, I get to the ticket counter, and I check in the three bags. I count one, two in the back, and then one in mine front. So I count three. I'm not counting the two that are mine. I'm counting somebody else's two, and the two behind me are behind me. So I realize, actually, I count. The moral of the story is you lost a bag. I left one bag. I didn't know that until we're at the gate. And which bag I was it? A, I get a phone call we and say that, that the gate uh, at the gate, the guy says, there's a bag here of Carol Griego's bag. And I go, oh, my gosh. I'm the one bag that I left behind was actually one of the clothing bags. I said, as long as it wasn't the gray bag with the medications, we're fine. Mom left. It ended up being her bag of clothes at the airport. David had to go through a debacle, but he got the bag. We got to Oregon, met up with Christy Titus. Uh, luckily, Christy is a very petite person like my mom, so they were able to share clothes. Christy gave my mom some clothes that she could borrow. Um, because she has a bunch of Cabela's stuff that yep. she had, so and she boots, gave it to my mom. She can pink it. Anyway, so she gave it to my mom, and we had a wonderful That's Timber's time. motto, shrink it, pink it. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we had... Mom and I had an awesome hunt in Oregon. It was really fun. It was like a whole, like, like mother-daughter... Um, it was, good, and it was a good trip. It was really also like a women's thing, you know, with Christy. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a bunch of fun. So I was really glad to have you on that hunt with me um, without Dad there. It was it was fun having oh, that's that. That's offensive. No, it was a really good experience. Because it was a good experience. I, it was good bonding. Because awesome. I told awesome. Jennifer I that, that. I, I can't help you on the hunting realm, but I can just help you, you know, everything else. And it was really great seeing Jennifer do her thing because I wasn't able to provide any guidance on the hunting experience and I just stand way back and Christy and Jennifer were ahead of me and I was just watching and it was really awesome for Jennifer to take charge of where she was going and Christy was kind of guiding I her. want details and I want them right now <laughs> I don't have a job <laughs> wow <laughs> okay a lot of things just happened and I don't know how I'm gonna edit that because so much just went on yes it's not good no wow. but a lot of mom's stories are nice but they're extremely long so that's why my mom likes to tell them to me when I'm in the car where I can't go anywhere <laughs> So I'm just kind of locked in. <laughs> Timmy, you're going to miss those stories, bud. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. We love you. We love complimenting you. This is where you. I check out. And Timmy loves his mom, but he often says, Come and listen to the idiot. Hey, everybody. The idiot's on. Hey. That's not nice, Timmy. Hey. You should never say that again. Let's be honest. That's what Timmy mom, says mom, when he mom, listens to Mom, put down the gun. Podcast. What are you doing? Mom, stop. Yeah, that, that gun is actually aimed at your dad between the eyes. Whoa. Safety on? Safety off? Safety on? I know. Safety on? Off? Safety on? Safety off? Fire is on. Oh, that's forensic files. Is he in the crosshairs? Yeah, I watch forensic files. Oh, a piece of meat? Wait a second. That's not nice. Here's the thing. But I'm disturbed. I'm depressed. I'm inadequate. I got it all. That's Timmy's confession on the way to school. So. In his skirt? I'm grounded. For two months. My bad. Tim, never fish in the wrong hole. You always got to fish in the right hole. 
right. Um, Never lie to your mom. Okay, it's getting late. How long is this podcast it's going? It's been an hour. So here's and the deal. I'm tired. Oh, so, Bob, you've so, interviewed. You've interrupted almost all of these comments. Well, because your stories go on for like no, ten minutes, <laughs> and they could so, be like okay, two. So the last one I want to say on. is um, on Carol's only sheep hunt in the oh, Northwest yeah, Territories. So we went up there, and we happened to hunt with Grizz Turner, who is David's spirit animal. You're my boy, Blue. (laughs) And we're going to have Grizz on a podcast. They have a great concession, Raven Sword Outfitters, up in in the NWT. But um, Grizz was helping out on uh, Carol's hunt on Stan Simpson's place in the NWT, Northwest Territories. And uh, (laughs) there was a time where... We found the right sheep to go after, and it was a, it was a haul. We we're gonna have to go down a mountain, across a valley, and up a mountain, and uh, to grandmother's I, house I, you go. I was well, <laughs> anyway. So you the one that ruined it. The go funny ahead. thing was, so we're sitting there, and we had to like crawl on our backs down this little ridge line to get to where we get down the valley, where the sheep would not see us. So um, I was trying to tell your mom. Listen, you have to really hurry up to keep up with the guide because when you when this happens, it's going to be quick. I could not keep up with your mom to tell her that message until she had a chance to shoot because I was carrying the rifle and the other mm-hmm. stuff. But the point was that when your mom gets a chance to go, she's a badass. She's, mm. She is like an elite athlete, and when the chance is to go, she has it on board. And you guys, all, all of you on Mother's Day, should celebrate your mom for bringing that to you in your gene pool. And your skill set, because when when it becomes game time, she's all in. She's not that much of a hunter. She didn't grow up as a hunter, but she has gotten it done. And it was so funny because I was trying to keep up with her up the mountain. Within like three inches of tapping on the shoulder to say, you have to hurry, but I can never reach her. It was so funny. I'm laughing at myself thinking, I don't have to tell her shit. Because she's already on it, man. It was It was hilarious because... It was her first really destination big game hunt, and she just brings it. She's awesome. So I love you, babe. Thank you. Happy man. Mother's Day. You were awesome. You have three great kids. Yeah. And, Whoa. Um, well. Glad that it, was recorded. Thank you, honey. No, but anything else to add to this, guys? Anything else for Mother's Day? Love um, you. Well, just. Any other shout-outs to, to your tremendous mom? I have a shout-out. Um, we did talk a lot about outdoors and how much our mom is involved in our outdoors and has fun stories, entertaining stories that we make fun of. But she definitely does help us all out. We, um, She's a great doctor, first of all. She's a pediatrician. She killed it. She did retire because um, having kids is a full-time job. But she is an amazing doctor. She loves, it. she loves it just as much as she can, even with my friends who have little siblings. She loves hanging out with them and my cousins who, and um, her kids. But um, she is a doctor, and she you can tell by the way she handles kids, and she's definitely a pediatrician. But um, she takes care of us, and she's so motherly and so doctorly about it. And especially me, um, <clears throat> given all the medications I have to do, my mom is always there for me, always on my behalf, um, talking to my doctors for me because she speaks doctor. And um, is always there for me, always uh, advocates for me, and is amazing with that and with my brothers as well. So thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Um, Outdoors and medically to keep us all here and help. Thanks, Jen. Amen. It's it's my privilege and honor, clearly, absolutely. And to all the moms out there listening that have kids, take them to the outdoors. That is where God lives. Expose your family to the experiences in the outdoors. Get out of your comfort zone. 
do whatever it takes to spend time because that's where you find yourself and your family and God. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. God is um, God is everywhere, and when you're alone in the in the wilderness, you can speak to God, and it's a wonderful place. True, true. To share it with your family. Not even just to go hunting, just spend time in the outdoors. We have a cabin up yeah. in Greer. We go Camping, all the time. Hiking, whatever it's the most yeah. pure experience you can get. Quiet and obviously, it's the most fun stories you get. I mean, we don't have any fun stories about us chilling in the, like, Disneyland. Chilling, yeah, Disneyland. <laughs> we have fun stories going imagine, hunting and all that stuff. Imagine how dull life would be if you just went to Disneyland. We'll go to Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney World, we'll go to the movies. And watch other people have cool experiences. Right. Rather yeah. than going right. out, you make your own. experiencing right. your own right. thing. Exactly. Doing it. See that, oh, we didn't even tell Timmy's cactus story. I was just about to comment on that. I was like, at, at Disneyland, you can't go knees deep in a pillow cactus. Right. Go ahead, Jen. That's your story. No, well, I was actually, it was so funny because I was thinking, I'm like, in Disneyland, the only funny story you get is Timmy face planning, which we'd never been to Disneyland, so that never happened. But Timmy did um, tell a story, fake Tim. jump into a cactus and then tripped on a rock and ended up Jumping into a cactus. So I'll start you guys with giving you guys the Griego special. So there I was. Um, I was about yes. eight years old. Um, we were on the ORO ranch and up near Prescott. And at the time, I wasn't hunting, but I was helping my brother out, just out glassing. And uh, we are getting on to the top of this knob, and um, and my dad walks by this cactus. And it was it had so many stickers. It just looked so like looked fluffy. So uh, my dad comments like, "Hey Tim, there's your pillow for tonight." I was like, "Oh cool!" So I did like a little fake hop, just to make it like like make a little joke out of it. And there, I mean, not thinking I was going up a mountain, I hit a rock. Timmy, I think maybe your shoe was untied. Yeah, that's most likely. Yes. So you went to a hop. You stepped in the wrong shoelace. Hit it wrongly, as somebody else said, and and, um, and knee planted in this cactus. Yeah. He's in his cactus. He's in these. So go ahead, Tim. Finish so, the story. Well, that Thank was you. the story. I right? go knees deep in the, into the cactus. Um, I, I, did we go straight to the truck after Wait, that? Wait, let me just say this, remember. though. You were six, for the record. Oh, and yeah, you were a badass about having a hundred. Can we call Timmy a badass more no, times in this dude, podcast? Dude, you had a hundred stickers in it your knees. Your he didn't cry. Not one single thing. And um, brought him back. And mom... Spent a lot of time pulling stickers out of his knees, and he didn't cry a single tear. So, cheers to mom for pulling those out of there, but cheers to Timmy for being kind of tough about that sort of kind stuff. Of but. And then the next year, my brother and I decided to eat um, cactus oh, fruit. Oh, you retards. But without getting the needles out of the fruit, so we had cactus in our <laughs> mouth for a week. We're like, hey, have Lena do it. What a bunch of doofuses. But um, do the, it. the adventures. That was your logic, right have here. Lena do it so I can Hello. too? Hello. Hello, welcome to Dave and Tim vs. Wild. Dude, stop doing your audio like that. Stupid is stupid does, Miss Blue. <laughs> okay. What we were I talking do. about was... No, basically was we were wrapping it up because you people take too long to tell stories of what was happening. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, and it's 11 o'clock and we have finals tomorrow. Some, yeah, some finals. Hello, aren't wham. done with school yet. Someone called the ambulance. Wham. You have school on Tuesday. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, how did Kem go this year, Dave? Anyway. By the way, Jim, for you, I just have to say that... Um, Hold on. Young lady, what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> I want to live in a van down by the river. That's classic. Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. That's classic. Cheers to Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Yes. What a guy. But you better study. Why are you, why are you up so late? It's 11 18. Oh, gee, I don't know. Maybe someone had a last minute decision to do a podcast on Sunday <laughs> it's night. It's Mother's Day. Don't you, oh, don't don't you worry. hate doing things on Sunday night? Okay, well, it was a fun time talking to you guys. 
giving me the excessive long stories, getting dad to try and unmute his computer long enough to get a movie line in. Uh, but thank you all for joining. Timmy, thank you for finally being on a podcast. Thank you for having me. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank, thank you, Jen. Thank you for being on here and dealing with dad and how he has trained us to be. Yes, um, that's, that's a challenge. And Dave, it's great to have you back from college, buddy. Let's go, baby. Hopefully I have some more fans after this podcast. Whatever. I doubt that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> and <laughs> okay, well. Okay. Time to study. Go. Great listening to you guys. Your thing. Let's get out of here. Happy Mother's Day <sighs> to all the mothers happy, out there. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. And to all of you, thank you for joining us on our Mother's Day reminiscing journey. Because, um, you know, life is short and so am I. And I'm trying to make the most out of every day. And I hope that you guys do too. I hope you all have a great journey and you make it an epic one. And say I love you to your mom.